Hey everyone, you're listening to the 10-7 Podcast, where we get together every fortnight, and sometimes more often, to talk about technology, business, and the humans in it. I'm your host, Ivan Stegich. In this episode of the podcast, we're talking about the Twin Cities Open Source CMS Unconference, which is coming up on Saturday, October 13th here in the Twin Cities. And I'm joined by Unconference organizers, Tim Erickson and Wilbur Ince. Guys, it's a pleasure to welcome you to the podcast. It's great to be here, Yvonne. Thanks for having us today. Yeah, good to see you. Good to talk to you. So what's an unconference? Unconferences are born out of, it's a, it's a, a format for events that is born out of the, the idea of the hallway track at a conference. So certain people were coming back from conferences and saying, hey, the, you know, the best part was the conversations I had in the hallway. And some folks decided um, to try and work that into a, a conference format as much as possible, whereas to say, uh, let's build a conference that's designed around the, the, the informal kinds of conversations we have in the hallway. And it, the, the term unconference uh, got applied to that. It's been around for a while. Um, a lot of There's quite a few tech events that have used this format. I think the whole um, sort of uh, like camp idea for Drupal camps and word camps came out of unconferences, but have since sort of morphed into much more structured events. I think the reason for our unconference now is that uh, we did this four years ago in 2014, and it was really successful. And by successful, I mean that when you talk to people that went to that conference, uh, a lot of people still say that that was their uh, favorite event that we've ever done here in the Twin Cities. The other thing that's different about this kind of a conference is that it's a little bit easier for us to organize. So... Uh, we're able to kind of lay out the framework of this thing, but we don't have to pick sessions. We don't have to have session submissions. We don't have to manage all that overhead. So it's uh, it was a chance for Tim and I to get together and uh, kind of recreate this thing on the fly with, with uh, maybe a little less structure and effort than we've had on uh, our regular Drupal camp that we run every year. So you mentioned that you had another unconference, the one that was um, in 2014, and that was Drupal-specific, I think, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Um, our friend Barry Medor uh, helped us with that as well. It was the Twin Cities. We called it the Drupal Open House, um, or as Barry, I think, like to call it, T-C-D-O-H. <laughs> But the, the one that's coming up here uh, in the next three weeks is not Drupal-focused, though. It has this great um, bu uh, bridge-building idea to it where you're not trying to do an unconference just for Drupal. You're reaching out across the spectrum of open-source CMSs and trying to get people together in the room that maybe usually aren't together. Tell me how you came up with this idea. You know, that actually started from the Twin Cities Drupal Camp this year. Uh, we had a speaker there that was from the Joomla community. His name's uh, Michael uh, Babker. And uh, it was kind of interesting because it was uh, one of those sessions that's not necessarily well attended. There was maybe uh, three dozen people in the room. And uh, we come to find out that he is one of the core maintainers of the Joomla project. And he lives right here in the Twin Cities. And none of us know him. And uh, here he is giving a session at Drupal Camp. And uh, it, this would be like 
one of the Drupal all-stars would be in the room giving a presentation and no one would know it. I told Tim about that after the conference and uh, we started a conversation with him and we kind of came upon this idea and, and part of his presentation was about collaboration. That really struck me and it was like, well, let's just do something about this. Let's, let's use this open conference format and let's get some cross-pollination going between us and the Joomla people in the room or in, in, in town here and the WordPress people and the JavaScript people and anybody who else is building websites with a CMS. Let's try and start and have that conversation. And this seems to be the perfect format to do that. I, I love the idea of getting people together that aren't necessarily always together in the same space and and learning from each other. So you're expecting and hoping that people from the WordPress community will join us, the Drupal community, the Joomla community, Backdrop CMS is listed on the unconference page. But you also mentioned JavaScript. Are there any limitations to who can attend or is the limitation CMS? I don't know if I would even say there's any kind of limitation. Anybody who, who really feels motivated to come is welcome. We picked sort of open source CMSs as a theme. Uh, one of the rules of an unconference is whoever shows up are the right people. Um, so we're, we're definitely targeting our outreach at these communities. But anybody that has any kind of interest in open source or, or building web apps or products is, is welcome and is going to get something out of this. And, and frankly, will have an influence on, on the agenda for the day. Love that. I think it's wonderful that it's not just um, those major players in the CMS industry that that one of the rules is whoever's there are the right people. Tim, could you talk about the rules of an unconference just so that we're aware of kind of what the framework is? Yes, I can. I learned about uh, unconferences initially at a, at a conference. I was at on. Uh, dialogue and deliberation, and I was kind of blown away with this this format. The basic rules are, pr are pretty simple. Whoever shows up are the right people. Uh, whatever happens is the right thing to happen, and whenever it starts is the right time for it to start. Having said that, we'll, we, you know, we have a target time. We're starting at 9 o'clock, and it's over when it's over. And, you know, we don't try to push things or drag things out. The idea is people show up, they have conversations, they get engaged, and, and when it's over, it's over. One of the other rules, and this just blew me away when I first did it, was the law of two feet. And we really try to drill this into participants that over the course of the day, the expectation is that everybody be engaged. And if you are in a conversation or a session where you're neither learning or contributing, it's your responsibility to move and to find find another conversation to participate in. So uh, that's a hard thing for some people to do. It was a hard thing for me. And I remember the first time I did it in this sort of a format where I just sort of a conversation started to drag on and I just said, you know what, I'm going to move. And it felt really, really powerful to just sort of get up and leave. And everybody knows this is happening, so nobody should take offense if you leave. That's part of the structure of an unconference. So part of your goal is to... Uh, remind people of what the rules of the unconference are to kind of lay the groundwork. Um, but I was struck by something you said to me um, in an email, which was your goal as facilitators is to really create a safe space, right? So you're trying to enable people to feel empowered and encouraged to ask challenging questions. Do you guys have any idea or can you anticipate what those challenging questions might be? Or maybe you have some of your own challenging questions that you'd like to see discussed. 
I think you kind of have to get into this situation to sort of feel what happens. But uh, what we try and do is lay out, like I say, these ground ground rules, and uh, people kind of realize that, hey, there's no agenda here, and you know what's going to happen next. And when we go through these ground rules and tell people, hey, you know, uh, this is your conference, and you can you can have it be and do anything you want. Uh, suddenly the light goes off for people and they they kind of realize it's like, oh, I guess this is the... Now that you say that, I actually have this burning question. I really am interested in uh, deployment right now and I'm wondering how other people handle this problem that I'm having. And instantly, a couple people in the room will be like, yeah, I, I'm actually working on that too right now. And this is where the magic of this happens. And then somebody's going to see that, and they're going to realize that, hey, my question about local development environments, I have this thing. And then another bunch of people are going to go off and do that. All we want to do is create the environment for that to happen. And then suddenly people who think they don't have anything to talk about suddenly have a lot of things to say about things. And that's when, when these things really heat up, and that's where the magic of the conference happens. I think the, the the format and the, the cross community stuff allows us. I mean, one of the one of the things I've been running into people talking about a lot is we're we're a ways into the Drupal in the Drupal community is we're a ways into the Drupal eight cycle, and people are frustrated with some of the uh, some people. Uh, there's a, a segment of the Drupal population that are frustrated with some of the, the the challenges of learning Symphony and Composer and these things and. Part of the, the, the backdrop fork was to address these kinds of problems. I, I heard recently that there's a similar thing going on in WordPress right now. And I think as a Drupal developer, I would really be interested in talking to WordPress developers and hearing uh, what their experiences is on, on, the, on the future of WordPress, where it's going, and, and sort of uh, how people are getting along and dealing with change in the community. Change in the community, I think, is something that I feel pretty strongly about talking about and, and hearing how other people are dealing with it change in the community as we see it right now, but also um, maybe talking about where we see ourselves as uh, separate communities in the future. Do we see ourselves as uh, cross-pollinating more, working together more? It feels like we're all using the very similar stack. And honestly, the differences in how, how that code has been applied, um, it feels like we have more that joins us than actually separates us. So I would be very interested in a discussion about that as well. So I'm, I'm glad you're having this. This is a, I think this is a needed thing. I should say another motivation for this particular event was talk that we've been having in the Twin Cities Drupal community and about our camp and, and how to, you know, maybe adapt and change it over time. Uh, the format's been pretty same for quite a while. And some people raised the idea like, should we talk about doing some sort of camp that in parallel or cooperate with WordPress um, or, or other communities instead of just talking to ourselves? And there was interest in that idea, but uncertainty in how to proceed. And the, the Sun Conference seemed like a chance to sort of test and experiment with it. So, I, you know, one of the things I'd like to see out of, happen at this camp is some talk about that. Like, what, how can we do programming together in the future? How can we collaborate? What kinds of events are going to have appeal across different open source communities? Do you have a rough schedule for the day? <laughs> I, I've been talking a lot. I was going to give Wilbur a chance. Um, 
we, we do. I mean, uh, roughly, it's it's it's. And this gets back to the rules and, and the structure of an unconference. We will begin the day um, with uh, introductions, uh, give people a chance to, to let people know who's in the room, uh, because that's very important. Um, for our previous event, for the Drupal event, we had something called a ProAction Cafe, which was a, a semi-structured event to start out the day, where people broke into groups in a, in a slightly more structured environment to talk about specific problems. And then we broke into the heart of the unconference, which is really we put a grid up on the board on the wall that says uh time slots 11 12 1 2 3 and it has uh, either rooms or designated corners of the room where people can meet and somebody just says hey i want to talk about dev tools at noon and i'll be in in room b uh and and anybody can put what topic they want to talk about claim a space and that's how the agenda gets made and then we do want to have a closing session at the end of the day which I think I think we're closing at five. Between four and five, at some point, we'll all get together and give people a chance to sort of say, "Here are the kinds of things that we were talking about today, and the kinds of things we learned." Uh, it's great if people can stay all day, but if if you can only make it for a part of the day, that's acceptable as well. So this sounds a lot like uh, what happens at a DrupalCon when there is a series of boards and we do birds of a feather and there are boff sessions. Are you cribbing from that idea? That's where it came from of a boff session that's really kind of a Drupal thing and uh, it's definitely definitely uh, our conference was influenced by that initially and uh, uh, like Tim said this is sometimes people's favorite thing where they can like get together with people and talk about what really interests them and then just put it up there and say hey this this is what I'm interested in anybody else and you have that enough people there that this can happen that's kind of the backbone of this thing as an unconference, you know. Uh, whoever shows up and what they want to show up, uh, let's see if that flies and then other people want to talk about it. So locally, this is a lot like a, a mini bar. Um, and actually, some of the first events sort of unconferences I saw in tech were called bar camps. And I think mini bar evolved out of that. And mini bar is a local event where anybody, they, they do it out at, or they, for the last few years, they've been doing it at Best Buy. They have like 15 to 20 different rooms available. And anybody can say, hey, I want to talk about X. And then uh, people vote on sessions. And depending on the number of votes, you get assigned a room. So uh, sessions that get a lot of votes get big rooms. And sessions with smaller votes get small rooms. But anybody who, there, there's no curating of the topics. Anybody can nominate something. In that case, it's all done online in advance. So when you show up that day, the sessions have already been nominated. In our case, we're doing the same thing, except that you can show up that day and propose a topic. So um, the, the Drupal version of this is BOFs. I think in other communities, they have other names for, for a similar thing, but they all, they all come from the same spirit. Yeah, let's define that term too, right? A BOF. I mean, that's a Drupal term, right? Like node. Uh, BOF is birds of a feather, and that comes from birds of a feather flock together. Uh, this is just trying to organize people loosely into things that people are interested in talking about. Uh, that gets kind of formalized at uh, Drupal Camps and Drupal Con, where they have a boff boards and uh, locations where people can just put up a boff suggestion and people check the board and then they'll come and uh, join sessions and talk about different topics. Thanks for defining that, uh, Wilbur. I have to be honest and say that it took me about a year to figure out what the heck a boff was. 
I think I saw it, someone had written it on a whiteboard, and then in smaller uh, letters, it was defined at the bottom of the board, and I was so relieved when I saw that that's what it meant, and it, it does make a lot of sense, boffs. I I think boffs work well at DrupalCon because there's so many people that know about them that have done them before. Um, one of the reasons we started planning this special event was, well, at, at our local camp every year we have a boff board and we invite people to schedule boffs, but most people don't know what they are. Um, they have, There's the competing sessions going on. I don't think it works really well. I mean, it's it's there as an option. Some people use it. Um, we've gotten better at doing it at our local Drupal camp over the last few years and gotten more people doing boffs. It's still hard, and it's competing with it's competing with the other with the, the regular session. So by having the straight up unconference, we we just sort of give people permission and and turn the whole conference over to that format. I love that idea. Then you don't have the need to compete with regularly scheduled sessions. Can we talk about where the unconference is happening? Tim, maybe you could tell us about the location. We're doing it at a place called Real World One, which is uh, offices um, associated with uh, Silicon Prairie Portal and Online. Uh, they are a, a client and a collaborator of, of my companies, and uh, I work out of their space, which made it readily accessible. Wilbur talked earlier about one of the big advantages of this event is low overhead in terms of planning. The biggest challenge in having an event like this is probably the, having a good facility for it. And I think the facility we have is going to be excellent. We have whiteboards all over the place. We're going to be able to put signs up on the wall. And we have a couple of small meeting rooms. And it's, uh, it's going to be just a great venue for this kind of an event. It's on Cleveland right off of 94, so uh, in the sort of midway area of St. Paul. So we'll uh, link to the address, and of course we'll link to the registration page in the show notes and in the transcription as well. But you said it was the Silicon Prairie Portal and Exchange, and that's on Cleveland Avenue North in St. Paul. Correct. So it's in St. Paul... It's available to anyone to attend. It's on Saturday, October 13th. You think it'll start around 9 and it should end around 5. And you are providing lunch as well and are requesting a registration. A couple reasons for the registration. Uh, one, we want to get people to register that and then give them a little skin in the game. So we're just collecting enough money to, to buy lunch for people. Tim's gotten the space for free, so we don't have to pay for that. We'll, we'll provide some coffee. Uh, I think the last session of the day we're going to call the beer session. Maybe that'll have people st stick around a little later, and uh, maybe that session will be a little more lubed. That'll be a little more interesting. We're not here to make any money on this. This is, you know, this is Tim and I's passion to to have these kind of conversations and and further our occupational skills like i say having that registration fee gives people a little impetus to get there and then they'll they'll get a lunch out of the deal it's it's a it's a fair deal for everybody i think it'll be a it'll be a good event we, we hope that the right people are there to make this really something that's that's of value to everyone when we say a little bit we're talking thirteen dollars and thirteen cents <laughs> the event is on <laughs> the event is uh, on the 13th and wilbur is a big fan of prime numbers he tells me so that's yeah. uh, that's where that came from but yeah for 13 bucks you get the whole day of events plus lunch 
And where can people go to register for the event, Wilbur? Uh, bit.ly address is bit.ly slash T-C-O-S-C-M-S. That's for Twin Cities Open Source CMS. Great. So that's bit.ly.com slash T-C-O-S-C-M-S. Yeah, that's also our, Got it. our Twitter handle and our hashtag. So we're totally unified front. Now, I was going to ask about the beer hour at the end. I was going to ask also about sponsorship. So if there was a company out there that wanted to give you money, would that actually be okay in the format of an unconference? Or do you try to steer, you know, steer clear of these kinds of things? Because you don't want this to be influenced or you know, biased in any certain way, I would imagine, if it's an unconference. I don't think we're too worried about being biased on this. Uh, the space will uh, accommodate about 50 people. There's a pretty large open space that people can uh, sort of go to corners and we can have a big open assembly in. There's a couple of side offices where we can have breakout sessions in. So it's a great space for about 50 people to hang out for the day. We don't have a lot of costs. So $13.13 will, will pay for your lunch and the a cup of coffee in the morning and a donut and some cookies in the afternoon. It's only 50 people, so if we spend a little more than that, we're not overly exposed. So uh, it just makes, for us, we just thought it would be a little bit cleaner to run it this way. That it's just come and show up. There's no corporate sponsors. And, you know, if you're a sponsor, just come and show up and, and present some ideas. But it's, this is really... Uh, let's say on a smaller scale, uh, where it's a little bit easier for us to run with this thing. Um, I know that when we do our Drupal camp, it's, it's really, you know, getting the space and all the things really turn into a lot of money, and, and that's where sponsors really help out. That's, uh, that's all true. One of the things we did do, and Wilbur and I haven't talked about this yet, but for the, the, at the Twin Cities Drupal Open House, we did have a table for if anybody wanted to bring literature or stuff. So we don't have sponsors. There isn't any big advertising. There won't be any tables. But um, I think we would probably be fine having sort of just a literature table if anybody had an event, you know, wanted to bring their business cards and lay them out. They can do that. You know, I'm going to the JavaScript meetup tomorrow night to announce this and talk about it. Whenever they have their meetups, they always have at the introductory time, uh, time for people to talk about upcoming events and things that people want to make announcements. So uh, we're more than open to that. And uh, especially since uh, multiple different disciplines are going to be uh, present here, you know, we'll give everybody a time to talk about their user groups and what's coming up and how to get involved in different projects. So... Well, I wish you guys the very best of luck in this endeavor. I hope that the unconference is a monumental success. I kind of felt bad because I thought that um, I would really like to attend and that I won't be able to attend for the whole day. And then I realized what one of the rules are. Whenever it starts, it's the right time. Whenever it's over, it's over. And so I would imagine that that flows through to the people who are attending as well. So I'm going to be signing up here and um, I might only be able to attend for a little while, but I think it's okay that that's the case. 
it's absolutely okay, Yvonne. I think there's an advantage to being there all day, but if you can only come for an hour or two, uh, that's totally acceptable, and we'd love to have you. Wonderful. So then we'll see you there. So you guys are on Twitter at TCOSCMS. You can register for the unconference at bit.ly.com slash TCOSCMS. Wilbur and Tim, thank you both for joining me on the podcast. Good luck. Would you join us in a month or so when the unconference is done so we can get some feedback and hear how it went? We'd love to do that. Absolutely, Yvonne. It was great to be back and uh, talk about it. And uh, th- thank you for spreading the word about it. That's that's we need as much help with that as we can. Get out there and tweet and let people know. Yeah. Anybody listening, please help us spread the word because this is a new event and we just need to get the word out there about it. You've been listening to the Ten Seven podcast. Find us online at ten seven dot com slash podcast. And if you have a second do send us a message. We love hearing from you. Our email address is podcast at 107.com. Until next time, this is Ivan Stegich. Thank you for listening.